Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Cast to Connected podcast. Today I wanted to share a little bit about my thoughts on screens and emotions for our kids. Now... I know I I also did an episode a while back on how you can actually make screen time connecting, Um, but today I want to touch on how it can have a negative impact on our kids' emotions if we are utilizing it too much. And I have, I mean, there are plenty of reasons that screen time can be troubling for kids and for us as just people in general, but I want to dive a little bit more into that just to continue to bring awareness to it and maybe what I have to share will also help you and maybe give you some things to think about. So before I jump in, I wanted to share a story with you. So a few weeks ago, so normally we don't do a ton of screen time, but a lot of times when my kids wake up, I would let them watch a show, um, usually because I'm not really ready to be up yet. or to get going you know I just want to lay a little longer and um sometimes also like before nap time between lunch and nap time I would let uh, my youngest or my oldest depending on if they are both home or not um, watch another episode so while that's you know maybe like an hour maybe an hour and a half in a day which doesn't sound like a lot but I just thought I had heard on a podcast, I think the weekend before, that, and you know, I've heard, you know, screen time can be overstimulating for some kids and that sort of thing. But this specific thing that I heard really got my brain going. And that was that the like flashing and the light, like the lighting and the colors of the screen. And not, and when I say colors, I don't necessarily mean like of the show, but like the I don't know, the different kinds of screen lighting, I guess, maybe. Um, The flashing of that can create or cause our child to go into fight or flight. So not just overstimulation, but like fight or flight. To me, those things sound different. Like when I hear overstimulation, I think, okay, a little too much, need to kind of calm down, quiet the environment a little bit but fight or flight to me is like whoa okay (laughs) you know um so I was like well we don't really need it I just kind of fall back on it like I'm just like oh yeah I'm just feeling a little tired okay you can you know like it's just easy to do and yes there are like times when maybe you feel like it's absolute certainty but I think for the most part it's just a convenience right and Um, So I have taken advantage of it for sure. So anyway, I decided, you know, this week we're not going to do any of that. We're not going to watch anything in the morning 
And so I told them beforehand the night before, I said, I know we normally watch our show in the morning. We're not going to do that anymore. So when you wake up tomorrow, we're going to play, read, you know, whatever. Um, Because I think it's important not to just suddenly be like, in the morning when you're tired, tell them the news and they're upset by it. So it gave them time to process. It also gave them the opportunity, if they had feelings about it, for me to work through it with them in a time where I wasn't going to be more easily triggered, right? When we are tired, when we're hungry, when we're more stressed, it's not that those things are necessarily a trigger for us. It's that our brain can't work as hard as it normally does to fight off being triggered. And so probably right away in the morning is not the best time to tell them we're not watching a show. So anyways, I think preparing them is a good thing, just letting them know the change that is coming. And they didn't say anything. Um, The next day was totally fine. Like I was actually surprised at how they didn't complain. (laughs) Um, They were totally fine with it. And so then um, before nap time, my older son had school that day. So before nap time or... I guess in that morning time between, you know, just the playtime after we had dropped my older son off at school and got to my parents and kind of stuff in there. I just told my youngest, you know, we're not going to watch a show before nap time today either. And he did whine and fuss a little bit, but it's like, no, I'm going to just stick with it. And what I realized, so that was on a Monday. I also do home visits on Monday afternoons into the evening And I was driving to a home visit and I just thought to myself, he did not have one meltdown today. And granted, like, that's not the only reason that kids have meltdowns, right? Like, it's not going to be suddenly no meltdowns forever. But I was just like, going from a kid who has so many, like so many emotional upsets in a day to none was like a drastic shock for me. And so we decided to continue that. We do still do like some on the weekends. I'm not opposed to like educational stuff or doing, you know, like family movie nights, but it's not a part of our during the week routine. And they're good with it. Um, Maybe a little bit later, I'm going to share some of the things that I noticed. But first, I want to kind of talk a little bit more about why our kids, like you might decide, hey, I want to do that. And you tell your kids and they have a much harder time. And that's because of this reason. And also, you know, can explain why it might be difficult for you to cut back on your own screen time. Because when your kids don't have it, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of times when our kids are watching TV, what are we doing? (laughs) Probably on our phones, right? Um, But the thing is, we have this brain chemical called dopamine and it is linked to motivation. So it's released when we taste something delicious, after we exercise, when we have some of these positive interactions, and it basically rewards us for behaviors that benefit and motivate us to do them again. So every time a stimulus response results in a reward, those associations get cemented in our brain. So we want to keep doing them. So for older kids or even for you as the parent, this might look like, you know, if you're on social media and you're sharing something and get a like or a comment or a message or something, that is like validation, you know, like that's a little reward that we're getting. For our younger kids who are not on social media, you know, that can be just simply watching a show. There, It might not seem like a reward, but there's so much 
um, like so many things within the show that are actually feel like rewards to our kids. Um, and so they are constantly getting these rewards and the dopamine hit is continuing over and over and over again, which is cementing again that let's keep doing this. Like I like this, but the problem is, is that the real world is not like this. Like sure there might be rewards here and there, but it's not constant. You know, it's not so frequent as it is when we are on things like social media or watching shows or or whatever. And so if your child has a really hard time, just remember that it's because now they have to kind of wean off that and get used to what reality is. You know, because now they're used to this more virtual experience that is rewarding them frequently and that just doesn't happen as easily or as noticeably oftentimes in the real world and so I just want to encourage you if if you do decide to do some sort of digital detox that it might be hard at first our experience wasn't but again we weren't watching a ton or using a ton like we don't have an iPad or anything like that that they play on Um, I guess we do at my parents house my grandpa (laughs) one so my my oldest would play games and stuff but um yeah so if it is more challenging just ride it out recognize that it's okay I think sometimes we want the behaviors to stop because we feel like that's bad like our kids we don't want our kids to feel bad or whatever but it's good for our kids to have feelings and the best thing we can do is just hold space for that so anyway I also wanted to share some interesting facts that I had heard on, it was actually from the Thousand Hours Outside podcast. I don't remember which one, but if you've never listened to it, I would highly recommend. There's so many fascinating um, episodes. I love, love, love it. And it is, I've always wanted to have my kids outside more, but just listening to some of those different episodes has like (laughs) skyrocketed my passion for it. But the first thing is, is that Steve Jobs and a lot of these other techie people that are creating these things don't let their kids have devices why is that why would these people who are creating all these things for children for people not let their own kids do it and then the other thing was somebody said this on one of the episodes and I just thought you know what that makes so much sense we often want to give our kids the tech type stuff so they quote-unquote fit in and connect with other kids their age like oh well they have cell phones so why shouldn't I you know like all of that and I don't have older kids yet mine is mine are six and three (laughs) so we haven't hit that but something to think about if you do is that we often give our kids the tech stuff so they fit in and can connect with our kids and yet they often end up feeling more disconnected because of social media or they feel left out or there's just not that as much real connection going on. So um, the episode that I that kind of got me started thinking about this was, again, I don't remember the number, but it was about a um, digital detox. I think that's the book title. And um, so I would just really encourage you to do that if you, if you haven't. Like I think in our minds, we think like, oh, it's going to be so hard. But what I've really found is that my kids more and more are like playing together by themselves (laughs) so it's like we feel like we need the convenience of the tv or the show or the movie to keep their attention so we can get something done but when there isn't the tv 
they're actually doing that together. (laughs) And it's so amazing. I am just shocked at, like, there's been progress each week. It's gotten more and more. They want to be outside. They're coming up with new ways to play. And I just think, like, it's so fun to watch and see the difference. And they don't, I think we have this idea that they're going to need us so much more if there's not something (laughs) keeping their attention. And that just has not been my personal experience at all. And um, also according to this podcast episode, it was not their experience either. So I really want to challenge you to take some sort of digital detox. And I think that also includes for us as the parents. I think if you're like me, whenever I feel overwhelmed or really tired or stressed out those are the times when I tend to just scroll on my phone and watch stories and so much time goes by and I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie I've learned a lot of things from social media and I'm grateful but what I have really also been trying to do while I am really drastically and significantly decreasing my kids time is doing the same for me and just trying to put more boundaries on my screen time because I don't want my kids to be playing and I'm like, oh, they're occupied and start scrolling and they, because kids constantly are looking up to you, even if they're engaged in something and you're there, they're going to look up to you and see if you're watching, see your reaction. If you have a younger child, this is part of their social development. And I just don't want my kids to be looking up and I'm on my phone. I want them to know that they are more important than my phone. And I think so many of us would agree. And I think it's just so consuming because of that dopamine that's going on. And it gets really hard to get out of that cycle. And so I would encourage not only really looking at uh, detox, digital detox for your kids, but also for you. And thinking about simple things, you know, like I went on a walk yesterday and so many times when I'm by myself, I'm like, oh, or driving in the car or whatever it is, I want to listen to a podcast because I think this is the only time I have to listen to like my podcast, you know, because I'm with my kids all day, every day for the most part. And just taking that time to not consume and just be, I think is so important. When you get out to pump gas, don't scroll your phone. When, just stand out and enjoy the weather or sit in your car and look around or, you know, just stop going to your phone whenever there's not something that you specifically have to do and just watch all the things and all the energy that you have. Um, So I hope this is encouraging. I don't think screens are bad, but I do think that sometimes we get to the point where they are, they can be bad for, uh, for lots of different reasons. But I think especially for our kids, they need to get outside. They need to be playing no matter what age and exploring. And that is so, so, so important. So, and for regulation, if you have a child that is, Um, especially if they're more highly sensitive or spirited or sensitive in some way, I would strongly encourage getting rid of those shows. You know, maybe you have a family movie night and that becomes the thing. Like you can all kind of connect and it's fun and they're still getting some screen time, but they know the rest of the time we're not doing it. And yeah, I just think I've seen such a change and... I just want that for you as well. If you if you are struggling and feeling like that sounds like a lot, 
I just want to encourage you that it has gone way better than I thought. And firsthand experience, the transition in my kids' ability to play together, just even to play independently, has skyrocketed. So if you get a try, if you give it a try, be sure to come send me a DM or on Instagram and let me know how it goes. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and take me at Kaylee Josire and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.